Welcome everyone to What I Have Learned So Far with Meg Letty. In case you are new to the podcast, I would like to take a moment to introduce myself and why I decided as a busy working mom to find the time to put this together. When I was in my late 30s, after working as a surgical physician assistant for about 13 years, I found myself severely burned out. This affected my relationships, my work, my mental, and ultimately my physical health. I felt like I didn't have time to breathe, let alone the time to find the resources to help me out of my burnout cycle. I did find a way out that has led me to a more fulfilled and joyful life. I would like to be a resource for you to do the same. I will walk you through simple steps to integrate into your busy day to help you move out of the burnout cycle. Even if you feel like you don't have time to breathe, you can do this. If I can do it, literally anybody can. Please note, because I am nowhere near perfect, I may slip up and use an occasional minor curse word for emphasis or due to raw emotion. Please be aware. Thank you so much for being here. Let's break the burnout cycle together. Hey everyone, welcome back. So for the past two episodes, I think I've been raising some great points and there are great things to think on and ponder on, but I haven't been giving you like concrete tips. So we are back to concrete tips today. I have got two great tips for you. So the first thing I wanna talk about is heart rate variability. Now you may have heard of this, maybe you haven't, but basically there is a variation in the time between your heartbeats. And your autonomic nervous system regulates this time between your heartbeats. This time can be measured, and it's called heart rate variability. And a high heart rate variability is good. That means that your autonomic nervous system is signaling relaxation to your body and is allowing your heartbeat to beat variably meaning you're relaxed. Now, when you're in fight or flight mode and your autonomic nervous system is signaling your sympathetic response, you're in stress mode and your heart rate variability decreases. It means that your heart is getting more tachycardic or it's beating more quickly. And the rate, the little bit of time between the beats is not as variable because you're not relaxed. Now, the great part about this is it can be tracked. So if you have an Apple Watch, it's already there for you. You can already do this. Just go into your Apple Watch. Um, I think you have to go into your health settings on your phone and make sure that it's populating in, but you can actually track this. And it's really helped me know when I'm feeling good and I can I can actually verify that like I've gotten good sleep. It definitely tells me, you know, when I'm dehydrated or when I need to take a nap so that it's there on your watch. Now, I also got another wearable device 
That's a ring that I have really, really enjoyed. It's called the Aura Ring. It's O-U-R-A. I've really, really enjoyed this and more so than my watch, only for the fact that my watch for me, it tracks what I do during the day, how much exercise I'm getting, my movement, and it helps me during the day get texts and pages and all the things that come through on my watch, which I love. But by the end of the day, my watch is toast and I have to put it on the charger. So I don't wear it to bed at night. And we can gather a ton of information from what's going on at night when we're sleeping. And my ring not only allows me to wear it during the day to help track things like movement and activity, but it tracks my sleep. It tracks how much deep sleep I'm getting, light sleep, how much I was awake when I was in bed, how much movement. It tracks my heart rate variability at night, and it tracks my heart rate at night. It's amazing the information that I am now getting and knowing what my day is going to look like based off of how well I slept. And it also is helping me equate things, meaning Now I can see how if I push through and I'm not taking care of my body, what it does to me the next day, or if I don't get a good night's sleep, what it does to me to the next day, or if I go out with friends and have a few drinks, what it does to my sleep that night, which you feel fine, but my heart rate remains higher at night. And it tells you like you didn't rest well last night. It's just amazing the information that we can get from these wearables. So if you're looking for a great Christmas gift or a holiday gift of any sort, I really recommend this ring, this Aura ring, O-U-R-A. It's amazing. It's about $300. It's not cheap, but for the information that you get, it's pretty amazing. And I think the best part about it is that I only have to charge it like every three days for like 30 minutes. So I'll throw it. Our chargers are in the kitchen, so I'll throw it on the charger when I am like emptying the dishwasher or something and then just pick it back up and put it back on. And it just seems really easy. It's much easier than my watch to charge and it charges much more quickly. So for me, it's been a game changer. Now, I have a friend that has a Garmin watch, which I looked at those also to just give you guys some information. It seems like they start around $300, but then they go way up from there. I mean, they can go up to $2,000, which I was stunned. They give you a ton of information. They also have GPS location. They do give you, um, they call it, I think, your battery life if your battery's full or empty, which I think is great. So there are so many devices out there that are coming up with ways to track things that we may not be able to fully see or feel or touch that are tangible to us, but these wearables are helping us track these things. And actually it's helping me change my habits because I'm getting this feedback that I didn't really have before. So again, if you're looking for a great gift and you want to help yourself or somebody else move forward and track things so that you can see and put things together, like if I eat a big meal before bed now, my ring tells me like you ate a big meal before bed and your heart rate was up last night. So it's really helped me with what I'm doing before bed. And it also gives me reminders like three hours before bed. Hey, bedtime's coming. You should start preparing, meaning like don't eat a huge meal. Don't start drinking. (laughs) Do all of the things to start getting ready for bed. Um, So it's been a really good thing for me. So I wanted to share that with you. And, you know, you might be wearing something right now. Again, like if you have an Apple Watch, you can start looking at your heart heart rate variability and tracking it. It's awesome. It's really helped me. 
So that's the first tip. Second tip that I wanted to throw out today, and that I never learned about, or at least I don't remember learning about in school, was how we regulate our system through breathing. I didn't know that breathing unlocked so many things. So I have read a lot about breathing. I've read a book about the Iceman. He's called Wim Hof. It's an amazing book. I recommend it to any anybody. The book is called The Wim Hof Method. I've also read a book that was specifically called Breath, um, which was amazing. This guy basically plugged his nose so he could not breathe through his nose. I think it was for 10 days and was had wore all these monitors, monitored his sleep, and his body started really suffering, even within those 10 days, just by not being able to breathe through his nose. So he did all of this research. And basically, it is really good for us to breathe through our nose. And we need to really embrace breathing through our nose, even when we're exercising and doing hard things where it feels like we can't. It's really good for our bodies because it helps regulate our breathing and helps do so much more. So anyway, I've read a lot about breathing. But the most simple tip that I can give you, and that just blew my mind when I learned about it, was a lot of times when we're breathing, we're expanding our chest. We're using our intercostal muscles to lift our ribs. And breathing that way activates our sympathetic nervous system, our fight or flight. That's what we use to take deep breaths, like when we're running and doing things like that. Very rarely are we belly breathing. And that's much different where you extend your belly and use your diaphragm, which is at the base of your lungs, and it separates your abdomen from your chest. And it's a huge muscle. And we don't use it. So when we don't belly breathe, because if you're anything like me, I'm always trying to suck my belly in and not push it out. I mean, I put on my like, you know, jeans and then I get the the little muffin top over my jeans. I'm constantly trying to suck that in. I'm not trying to push it out. So this blew my mind that I should start belly breathing. So when you expand your belly and use your diaphragm to pull your lungs down and and bring in all that air and don't use your intercostals, you're activating your parasympathetic nervous system, which is the relaxation system. So I have put this to use. I really wanted to test this out. So for work, I have to climb up three flights of stairs and I am hell bent on doing it because I'm like, you know what? My butt really needs this. I need to climb the stairs every time I go into work. So and they're huge flights, right? Like they're it's it's the it's in our cancer center. So they're huge flights of stairs. And by the time I get to the top, I am so out of breath. And you know, if you've got your mask on and I've got my scrubs on and I've got a backpack on and I am so out of breath. And so I noticed when I was getting to the top of the stairs that I was doing this sympathetic breathing. I was I was using my intercostal muscles to breathe. And I and I just said to myself, "You know what? I'm going to try to belly breathe and breathe through my nose to try to to settle." And what I noticed was that I settle so much more quickly, like within five breaths of belly breathing, I can be back to normal breathing and normal heart rate versus if I breathe with my chest, I am there for probably a minute or two, just like breathing through my chest, trying to calm down my heart rate um, and my breathing. 
it's been such a game changer. And also, I've used this in clinic. When I start to feel stressed, and sometimes I'm just stressed and I I don't notice that I'm stressed and so I just keep going. But when I do notice, I'll take a few deep belly breaths. And again, your body can't fight that. When you take those belly breaths, you are signaling to your parasympathetic nervous system through your vagus nerve to calm down. It will calm your heart rate down. It will make you feel more relaxed. Your body can't fight it. So it is such a hack to have this in our back pockets. I had no idea about this. So I just wanted to give you this tip, especially with holidays coming up, because it is always a stressful time. So these are just two great ways to immediately calm your body through some belly breathing. And you can also track what's going on inside of your body with these wearables. Okay, so in recap, heart rate variability is a great tool to use to hack into what's going on with your body. And it's a great feedback loop for you to be able to change your behavior. The best part about it is you may already have a wearable on and it may have this information for you and you didn't even know. But if you don't have a wearable, check it out and ask for one for the upcoming holidays. Okay, the other tip was helping you regulate your parasympathetic nervous system, which is the relaxation response. And it's very simple. It is taking a big belly breath, using your diaphragm to pull your lungs down and take a deep breath. Now, this is really super important. The diaphragm is a muscle, and because we don't use it, it gets weak. And so it's going to actually feel hard to do this at first. It was hard for me to do it at first, but it will get easier. Just like every other muscle in your body, the more you use it, the stronger it gets. So those are my tips for this week. I'll see y'all back here next week for a recap of this season. And that will be my last episode for this year. Super excited. Thank you guys so much for all of your support. Sending so much love and light and energy to y'all. Take care. If you're really enjoying this podcast, head on over to Apple and give me a rating and review. And also click that follow button so that you know when the next podcast comes out. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time. information, opinion, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in the podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast is not to be considered professional advice. Before starting any change in physical, mental, or dietary practice, you should consult your medical provider. 